On this episode of Industry Relations, Rob and I discuss the upcoming co-star Super Bowl ad blitz and the KW settlement. Let's go. This is Industry Relations, a podcast that's at the intersection of real estate and technology from an insider's perspective with Rob Hahn and Greg Robertson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Industry Relations with Rob and Greg. This is your co-host, the notorious Rob Hahn. As always with me, the fabulous Greg Robertson. Hola, Rob. Hola. Welcome to uh, Super Bowl weekend. Um, yeah, well, I guess, I guess this, by, the, by the time this comes out, it'll be yeah, past. But we're, we're recording Friday, so happy Friday. Thank before you. The Super Bowl. I'm, I'm having Thank a little you. party over my place, so yeah. Uh, it's been a miserable week uh, here in Vegas uh, because, you know, traffic has been awful. Um, oh, yeah. You're in Vegas. That's right. Highways are shut down. It's The, 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 the weather's been shit too. So weather's been horrible. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I guess at least, you know, it's indoors. So, you know, that part's okay, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my understanding, I have no personal experience with this. Apparently, the entire globe's... Most talented strippers have descended on Las Vegas. Oh, yes. I don't know what it is about the NFL and that business that intersects, but apparently that's the case. Uh, Oh, yeah. They've swarmed. It's like uh, the flying monkeys. They've released the flying monkeys there. I'm I'm glad my city is uh, having an economic (laughs) surge. Well, you, know, you got to put them all through college, right? I, I don't want to be anywhere near like, the stadium, the strip, or anything. So uh, I will be very. We will be very glad when Sunday is over and done. Uh, who do you have? By the way, are you a fat? Do you care about either team? Yeah, I mean, I, I got to go with San Francisco. I mean, you know, because I'm a Chargers fan, and 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 I just hate you know KC because they're in our division and always beat us. Uh, Although okay. we got Harborough now, that's that's going to be a good thing. So I'll be, uh, you know, I used to live in San Francisco, so I'm going to go for the Niners. I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't care either way. I, I have zero feelings or opinions about either team. I've stopped watching sports ball uh, years ago. That's what we were sports talking ball. about in the pre-show, right? <laughs> like I used to be a total like football fan. Like I love the NFL, love college football. COVID hit. I'm like, yeah, I'm done with all the sports ball. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna watch ballet instead because that's human athletics at its you know peak. Yeah, no, you're talking a little bit about that. I have some news to announce, though. Let's do it. News. Um, Breaking news. I had I had the highest traffic, traffic, uh, highest traffic, trafficked it. My highest traffic day on uh, Vendor Alley this week. Wow! Because that that because okay, so um, I've been kind of like you know we've been talking about this a long time of like when is Homes.com going to like you know, do this whole campaign, you know, they do their mm-hmm. apartments.com. It's been part of their strategy. And then on the Grammys, I saw an ad for homes.com with Dan yep. Levy, which we, we heard about that he kind of teased. And uh, I, I kind of written about that. So it's like, uh, kind of, cause you know, it was just heightened the mind. Sure. And then um, I saw three other videos that were kind of like these things that basically they're teasing, to yep. eleven twenty four, which is the the date of the Super Bowl, right? So I wrote a blog post about that. Hey, it looks like, you know, the 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 monstrous ad campaign that Homes dot com has been promising is going to be the Super Bowl, right? Which of right. course that's Andy Florence all over the place, right? Right. Um. So then, uh, it was sometime this week, uh, or yeah, sometime this week, um, uh, maybe Monday, 
I saw another ad on the YouTube channel, right, of homes.com. And it was basically this kind of promo thing to say, here's all the advertising we're going to be doing for homes.com. And it was like right. all these logos and the yep. Super Bowl and this and that and all the, the people that are going to be on there. And they were basically saying that they're going to spend about a billion dollars, right? So um, so I, I took that video, I put it on my blog, and um, I put the uh, the headline was – uh, Zilterfin uh, just peed in their pants, right? Right, right. Now, a little birdie told me that uh, a certain CEO of a certain large company called CoStar uh, might have like shared that with a lot of people in his company. Ah, and ah. the only reason I kind of believe that is because, um, I like, got I, yeah, are we talking I, millions? No, hundreds not, of millions? Yeah, I, I don't share stats. Okay, okay, so okay. you know, yeah. but uh, you know, besides that, in my uh, RPR bunker video, I mean, that was the biggest yeah. uh, <laughs> the yeah. traffic. I, you know, my, it just existence. occurs to me that if they're spending a billion dollars on marketing homes.com, I, I happen to know of a very influential small podcast, you know, that's also yeah, on YouTube, no, right? <laughs> right? That <laughs> throw a couple substantially cheaper. Than billions, I mean, just yeah. a fraction, tiny fraction of uh, of of that budget, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I think we're up and down on all of the portals, right? So I don't, you know, who knows? <laughs> That's our problem: is getting a steady vendor. Is like we, we we as much get them on the bus and throw them under the bus of everybody out there. So hey, man, like, like it's you know. <laughs> all right, but a little bit more seriously, you mm -hmm. know, that's uh, first of all, if that number is true, that's insane. Right, that's incredible. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of any. I mean, any... he calls it the, the largest real estate campaign in, in history. Um, it might, might be the largest right. campaign period. I, I'm actually trying to remember. Like, is there has there been any product, any service, right? Any website anywhere? Yeah, like in yeah. History no, I mean, you might be right. You might be right. A yeah. Billion dollars in advertising. Yeah. That maybe it's a billion in total marketing spend. Right? Yeah, you know, I don't know if acquisitions are part of that or what. Yeah, who knows, right? But that's a, I mean, it's huge. Yeah. But what that makes me think about is, is this because Andy is a boomer? Right. Here's what I mean. Mm. Like before, okay. remember when we were talking about the whole like NAR PR efforts and yada yada, and I made the point like if you want to have like real impact now, you got to get on Joe Rogan. Right. right. You got to get on, you know, whatever, uh, the Young Turks or the, the, the YouTube channel. You know, you got to get on those because that's where the young people are. Right. That's where. So I'm wondering, like a billion. He could have bought the Joe Rogan show for that. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't I don't remember what the Spotify deal was worth. He could have been like, how about this? How about we co-star pay you 300 million a year? Right. And we'll still let you stay on Spotify, but now we're like yeah. I've heard the podcast. Joe Rogan do, show brought to you by CoStar or Homes.com. Yeah, or I've something. heard the podcasters do. You can pay to be on Tim Ferriss, for instance. Oh, right? really? There, I didn't there's know different that. Okay. things. I think yeah. I think I read that somewhere. So maybe yeah. there's some. But again, I mean, I think this is like. I mean, there's so many logos on there. You might it might have been a podcast stuff, but I'm. Right. I got to be. I got to be. It's got to be part of their strategy. But I mean, you know, the, the stuff they're focusing on now obviously is like Super Bowl. Sure. Right. I mean, well, and that's that is a very boomer, old school. You want to launch a product. Everybody says, let's right. get an ad on the Super Bowl. Right. I mean, right, right, um, right. You know, that's where the Macintosh was first introduced. Right. right. I mean, that's, but, you know, you think about like the Super Bowl ad slot, what that cost plus the cost of making that ad. Yeah. And it just makes me wonder, like, if you had just taken that budget. Right. 
and then just done a sponsorship on, let's say, the top 100 podcasts yeah. and YouTube channels. I bet they could have gotten like for the next year, every single podcast host that you could possibly list, tune into would be like, this episode brought to you by Homes.com. And then they would read. And here's the thing. It's not a 30-second ad, right? Because it's new media. Yeah. They would have read like a two-minute you know, like I use homes.com because I yeah. think blah, blah, blah. And, you know, let me tell you about this and that and the other thing. It's just, it's one of those things that kind of makes me. No, I, I got, you know, again, I didn't, um, I didn't see a, a like an Excel spreadsheet with a list of sure. how they're doing it. But the, sure. the, I mean, it's got, that's gotta be part of the strategy. I know just from using my phone, like, you know, I use anywhere I go to now, they've already yeah. been spending a ton sure. of advertising on, sure. you know, social media and stuff. I mean, I see homes got, dot com ads and apps and of course and websites course. and everything else so that's 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 definitely got to be part of their strategy of course you know going so, forward i mean right? I, I assume that the home the co-star homes.com marketing team they know what the hell they're doing yeah you know what i mean like you don't get to be in that position without having some track record of success but this particular thing does make me wonder is it because andy's a, bo- a boomer is like you know what i'm gonna go show ziltorfin as you put it right i'm gonna show these people like this this is how big boy rolls. Let me show you. Like we're yeah. gonna do four Super Bowl ads and you know whatever, spend a billion dollars. Where if it was like a millennial, I think it would be like, let me show. I'm gonna show these people. I'm gonna spend a billion dollars and literally own every YouTube channel, right? yeah, every TikTok, every right. You know, I, it's just a interesting like, huh? Yeah. You know. And just to be clear, I mean, uh, the Zilter fin is actually. Um, something Andy said, um, Andy Floyd right. said, that's his, right. that, remember what used to be like, you know, a zilter and then it was, you know, mm-hmm. he's, he's added Redfin to that. So it's, it's yeah, yeah. Like, it's, I uh, remember the, it's Zulia. Remember when Trulia was yeah, independent? That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, the, the, what was it? Um, Ben Lowe or whatever that, you know, uh, Benifer, right. You know, right, everybody right. wants to give, okay. give uh, so names for let's, celebrity let's couples do a little bit or of whatever. Though. All right. So they're going to okay. go spend a billion dollars, right? How much of an impact do you think that this will have on Homes.com traffic yeah. market share versus okay. Zillow? Let's talk about that. So um, yeah. there was a great article um, in, and it just I think it was today, of an interview with him um, on RAS Media, Andy Florence, talking about all this. So um, one of the things that jumped out to me was they've already kind of beaten Zillow on the on the apartments front, right? So. You know, Zillow used to be number one on that, and uh, it said, I think in the article, it said it took them five years to overcome, and now Apartments.com is the place to go. So right. using that as a benchmark, he already knows it's not an overnight type of thing. It's kind of a, a steady eddy kind of stuff there. Um, so I think this is going to make a big splash. I think I think this is going to be, um, you know, one thing is, is that, you know, if if you're a real estate agent, I saw somebody on Twitter do this. If they're spending a, a ton of fucking money on uh, on this advertising, I would you know you want to go to homes.com and make sure your picture is uh <laughs> is up to date and all your bio information sure. uh, is up to date right on that. So um, that that's got to be part of the whole thing. But it depends on you know what is successful. Uh, this is going to be they're going to sell something to agents, right? So this is going to be I think they already have this kind. Everybody kind of. The Asian community likes the messaging of you're listing your lead, right? So they've got that. But you, you add this, a sense of urgency with all the ad spend they're going to be doing. Um, I think they're going to, I think they're going to, I think they're going to kill it. 
uh, out so, there, right? So, like, do you think they'll be fifty percent of Zillow by the end of the year? Well, 25%, again, there's, you know what I'm saying? There, there's two metrics here, right? So, uh, and I think this was also in the article. I mean, you know, they make way more money than Zillow does now, right? Zillow is, you know, what did they only had like three or four profitable quarters in the history of the company, right? So it's a it, you know, CoStar is okay. a different kind of money making machine. So, um. You know, traffic is one thing for sure, and he definitely wants to be number one from all the stuff that you know you've talked about and I've read. Uh, but you know, I think it comes down to like, is this going to be a successful operation on a on the dollar side? And uh, he's got to come up with a package he can sell agents for some amount of money that is going to make them open their credit card up and mm -hmm. and, and, mm -hmm. and let them swipe it. But uh, I mean, well, will will Homes dot com overtake Zillow? I'm very skeptical about that. Right. I mean, I'm thinking, I don't think they'll overtake. I guess the question is how much do they shrink the gap? Right. Between them. In fact, you know what? I don't – what's the latest? I mean, what's yeah, while you're looking at that, I mean, to me, it's it's like it, – it is funny because, um, you know, the – it was Dan Levy and, and Heidi. Yeah. I forget her last name, but she was on SNL. And the, and the funny thing is, is if everybody will remember in the, in the real estate, cause we all shared, it was a Zillow skit they did on uh, mm -hmm. Saturday night live. Um, those two yeah. were in that actual skit. So it's kind smart. of very, very smart of them to yeah. pick those. Very Actually, smart. I think one of them wrote it or was uh, a writer in that. Um, so they're, they're, they're very smart in what they're kind of doing there. So that's, that's going to be kind of funny. Right. So according to this story from real estate news, uh, let's see. They're claiming that traffic more than double between August and September, so it's a little bit older, it's from last year, going from 439 million uniques in July to 46 million uniques in August and then over 100 million in September. Um, but you know, like there's no way of or some right, nonsense, there's no way right? of really seeing that. So let's see. Comscore shared latest numbers of real estate news. August, Zillow received 109 million, Realtor 56, Redfin 37, Homes 33. So according to Comscore, at least, it's at least, you know, like whatever, right? Yeah, uh, however, it's a distant second, right? How, the, a fourth, according, according to Comscore yeah. in August. Now, that that may have changed. Uh, well, they, I but, think since August, they overtook real, Realtor, right? I mean, that was a big announcement and controversy of some type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're number two. I mean, it seems to be generally speaking, Homes.com is number two now. Obviously, they're going to spend a billion in trying to overtake Zillow for number one. It probably doesn't happen this year. Question is, how much do they close the gap? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, it's it's just it's you know it's funny because I, I, you know, we're in organized real estate. The stuff we talk about is like, um, you know, in our space, and it's Correct. like this kind of bubble. Correct. But, you know, now that it, some of the stuff now sometimes leaks out to the consumer and like, you know, a little bit more than anything. So you got a little bit more like a party talk, you know, right? <laughs> a, a dinner party talk to talk about now since you since you're in the biz a bit. So it's just, you know, uh, it's kind of be, fun. It would be interesting to like. So let me ask you something like, have you ever used a website or tried a product that you never heard about because you saw Super Bowl ad about it? Oh, I'm sure I have. I mean, I'm sure I've seen something. Go, what the hell is that? And you know, kind of looked it up. I'm sure. Yeah, you're sure you have because I don't. I don't think I ever have. So here's what I mean by that: Super Bowl ads, right? Typically, the typical advertising Super Bowl 
are your big consumer brands. Ford. They're already well known, and what they're doing is they're doing it to like strengthen their brand, yeah. right? So Doritos or Bud Light be- before you yep. know the, the implosion, or right? Yeah. It's the big beer brands. It's the it's those guys, and I'm trying to think of like the brand new entrants. And the thing that I guess comes to my mind is like in 2021, I think Crypto.com had a big Super Bowl ad. Yeah, like right? was it Matt Damon or something looking like something like that, right? In other words, like something trying to, to get the believers or to the you know the something. The yeah, I, re- I don't even remember it, right? Yeah. Uh, but I don't. I honestly don't remember any. Like as, as just a viewer, if I'm back when I used to watch Super Bowl, right, seeing something. I never heard of this company before. I never tried this website. But now that it, I'm seeing it in the Super Bowl ad, let me go give it a shot. I don't actually remember that. Yeah. I think me so personally. There's, there's, there's two audiences here, right? So, you know, obviously there's the, you know, audience of like the Super Bowl ad and, and the things they're doing. But like, let's just, I think you and I are from a generation, and I got to believe millennials and Gen Z still, the Super Bowl is a big fucking thing, right? Sure. So if I'm selling something, right, and that's what they that you know they're going to release the hounds on Monday, right? As far as the salespeople, um, that is something you know that I can create in sales. It's all about a sense of urgency. So for the for the agent side, right? Not talk about traffic, whatever else. Um, that that you know you could see what that does. But when I say to an agent, "Hey, yeah, we know we just did a Super Bowl ad." This, this, that. I mean, that is a powerful statement. If I'm a salesperson mm-hmm. trying mm-hmm. to sell them a membership to, or whatever they call it, to Homes.com, right? So, right. There, there's there's a bigger impact, I think, um, on the narrative, you know, other than like clicks and everything else. It's just it's it's going to be it's going to be helpful for a person on the phone, or a per, or in an email, or on a you know a banner ad to kind of reflect um, the level of commitment they've got to put your name out there or, you know, a site with your name out there. So sure. I think that's, that's not, um, you know, that, that's not a small thing. That's a big thing, but yeah, I mean, I, you know, I can't, you're right. I, I think I have, but I can't really name one product that I went, Oh wow. I got to go see this. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you all, uh, you might get teary eyed at the, at the Ford ad where the, right son and you know the daughter and the father are taking out the old thing or right or the the horses the clydesdale that the budweiser stuff used to do i remember all those kind of things or the right right the mean joe green with the hey kid yeah you yeah, know, yeah, that, yeah i mean there's some classic there's uh americana about that there's a of course, nostalgia man. about those kind of things of and people trying to everybody's talking about or as i, I said before the men of the, genius right yeah uh, you know yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean there's some What's great that? yeah and that's kind of the thing. I feel like the whole point of the Super Bowl ad is you spend all this money on the creative. And what you want is you want this really super memorable, right, that becomes part of pop culture, right? Like the right. Wasab Frogs or the, you know. And the beer companies, quite frankly, have done the best job at it, I think, yeah. over the years. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if that's the goal, like – well, I mean, it's, you want that we'll water see. cooler effect, whatever the water yeah. cooler is nowadays. You know, yeah. when you're talking to somebody, oh, is in Zillow. Like, oh, did you see that ad for homes.com? I mean, it's, you know, it's all little things. What, what do they say about advertising? It, it you know, 50% of advertising works, right? right. It's just right. which 50, you just, right. you just don't know which 50% <laughs> right. did. <laughs> right, right. No, it's, look, I'm not knocking it. I'm not, it's, I'll just make a couple of like small thoughts like, hey, if you're a millennial, would you spend on Super Bowl ads or would you just go, you know what, I'm going to dominate online? 
I'm going to yeah. dominate the well, podcast. Okay, let's YouTube. pick apart that, that that's one, little... right? Yeah. And again, I don't know the answer to that. That's just a observation. And the second one is really like, is this really more of a branding play? So maybe the traffic to homes.com doesn't <laughs> shoot up as a result of this. It's just more now all of a sudden, however, what, however many, 50, 100 million people are like aware. Like I've heard of homes.com. Oh, yeah, I saw their Super Bowl ad, right? This is not a fly-by-night operation. Like this is obviously a real company with enough money to go spend money on Super Bowl ads, you know, sort of like that. Maybe that's that's the value, you know? It'd be cool you know, to it, get like a brand or a brand marketing person yeah. you know, to, to talk well, about this. You know, so two things. Let me go first to what you're talking about, the podcasting stuff. What do you think the demographic of a pod a, 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 a podcast listener is it? I mean, let's just go sure. sample things. Like, what do you think the gender is? Split. It depends on the podcast. It really okay. does. Like the ones but, that I mean, I podcasts watch, in general. I would say probably a seventy percent male thing. No, would you disagree with that? Like I said, I think it really depends on the podcast. It depends on the. So, for example, maybe but overall, it's not pod- overall, like podcast listeners. I mean, I think it's my very wife doesn't listen to podcasts. Is she on Instagram? Does she watch any of the YouTube, TikTok videos? No, no, videos I'm, I'm, like I'm that? strictly talking about podcasting. That's that's what I'm talking about right now. Even podcasting, I mean, Sunny's obsessed with it, right? Okay. But not – she's. so here's the thing. It's like she's listening to podcasts that are more about like lifestyle, nutrition, fitness, that sure, sort of sure. thing. But she's a podcast listener. She is a podcast listener. Yeah, yeah would you, for sure. Would, would you say just overall it's more males listening to podcasts than females? I think I would probably say. the big podcasts are probably slightly more male. Right, the yeah. big ones like, like the Joe a, like Rogan. Joe Rogan, you know? right? You're not going to reach but, my wife, even I think Sunny with Joe Rogan, right? Yeah. Well, they'll they'll reach Sunny with Joe Rogan. Okay. Joe Rogan has a fairly sizable female audience, right? But what I'm saying is, like, hmm. I think if you're doing more of an online approach, there are certainly online influencers and podcasts and people yeah. who are like catering to women. You know, the, they're like, I I believe they're Instagram people who are all about like makeup and fashion. What do you think the age groups of podcasters are, are associated? I think it's all forty and below. Yeah, I think yeah, that's I think what that's it is. probably like, market they're looking for. Yeah, yeah. So people like me, people like Sunny, we're we're a little bit, you know, I don't know, we're a bit of an outlier. You know, I don't think a whole lot of fifty somethings are listening to podcasts, right? Or if we are, we're listening to very select ones that you know, like who the hell listens to our podcast? <laughs> We're bastards. <laughs> hey, people. Who's, well, who, somebody who did you? listen to. So for those of you right? that missed this, a uh, really quick meta yeah. story here. Um, we had a little slight editing problem where the end of the podcast, we stopped, We didn't stop recording. And people got a, a wince of like our banter after the recording. Yeah, and lucky yeah. for us, it was not anything bad. But, but we did this, edit it. That's our standard banter after. It's <laughs> yeah. not like we – it's not like we – on a typical show, we get off and go. I mean, sometimes we get Satan for that wonderful. Like it's, you know, we're not, we're, we're not trying to hide the no, ball here. No, but I mean, right? you know, listen, I, I, we've talked about some shit afterwards and I, or before. So. Okay, another thing I want to bring up about homes.com. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm old enough to be remember that really in the in the and I God, I wish I remember his name. The found the real original OG founders of homes.com. This is and and what they were basically part of was the whole dot bomb thing. They were homes.com was part of the the pets.com and that yep, whole thing. Yep, it just imploded. Yep. yep. And uh it was bought by um Dominion Enterprise. And you know, my 
company I was with, uh, eNeighborhoods was also bought. That's how I kind of have the first uh, thing with them. But it's so interesting to me to see these kind of like this, you know, like web van, right? That kind of shit. Mm -hmm. But like 25 years later, mm -hmm. that homes.com has got this like new vibrant life and a Super Bowl ad and like just sure. knowing like the the fucking just you know the the travesty and the 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 turmoil they had back in the 2000 you know sure 2000s uh, 2001 2002 and then and then you know kind of floundering or whatever now I mean who would have thought this is just such a crazy world man <laughs> growth growth yeah. I, I mean, I think that's going to be an interesting one. Um, you know what? I'm real curious. Okay. How does Zillow respond? Well, again, I mean, Andy's got all the goddamn money. They're not going to, they're not going to go, they can't trade punches, you know, back and forth because they just don't have that. Um, they're the war chest. Yeah. They don't have a war chest. And then, you know, if I'm, if I'm homes.com, um, you know, the Zestimate is really is really something so fucking genius that they came up with. But it does invite more of a looky-loo voyeuristic kind of um, visitor than mm -hmm. probably a Homes.com. So if Homes.com never makes it there, you know, and, and, and Portals have been doing this forever. Well, we're the right traffic. This is the traffic you want. Sure. Right? This is sure. not, that, you know, whatever sure. else. But, you know, again, as we've talked That's about the podcast, Zillow years. is a cultural thing, right? Yeah. Um, so... You know, it's it's going to be it's going to be a hard thing. But I mean, I'm sure Mr. Florence would be happy with, you know, making, you know, it, when he can show in his like on his, uh, uh, you know, on his uh, quarterly calls that his division is is selling more uh, is doing more a revenue of selling to agents than Zillow is. That would be hilarious. Right. That's I mean, but because uh, no, that takes the traffic question out of the, out of the equation, in a sense. Right? No, Who's what I mean is for there? them. For them to outdo Premier Agent, right? Um, and maybe, and like I said, I, you know, we've talked about this in past, you know, things, and I've written about this. What it means is that buyer agents' commissions completely get wiped out. Right? Rob, what do I say, man? There it's are going, no coincidences. Well, okay. Then what you're saying, I think, is that CoStar is behind this all, and you know, I'm not, I'm conspiracy not theory. And, I'm, not, I'm not saying that at all. I mean, yeah. you know, all we have to do is. Look at the, the, the organized real estate murder board, buddy. And right there. Uh, he is obviously joking, so please don't sue us. Yeah. Keep in mind, CoStar literally has like yeah, a no, head of no, litigation. No, no. Okay, no, so. Don't, yeah, no. no <laughs> don't poke that bear, man. Uh, but look, I. There's so, different ways of being behind something, right? I mean, there's, you know, it's, you know. I'm not going to touch the thing anymore. Let's just move yeah, on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so back to what I was asking is, okay, look, just because you don't have the money to throw at a Super Bowl, I don't think that's what Zilla does anyway, but they have to respond somehow. Why you do know, they, they have they, to they respond? What? Why do they have to respond? Because they have to try and maintain that lead, right? Let's put it this right. way. Strategically, if Homes.com ever becomes the number one portal, right, by traffic, or if it gets even close, right? Like let's say the difference is like 10% or something. Not – because, you know, at 100 million, Zillow's at 300 million. So, you know, it's still a third or whatever, right? Depending on whose numbers you use and blah, blah, blah. Okay. The, 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 the 
banked up 10 plus years of Zetorade, right? And the Zillow derangement syndrome oh, will get unleashed. Oh, man. Oh, man. Right? <laughs> you and I both know this is going to happen. Yeah, right? yeah. I didn't think so about Zillow that way. has to respond in some fashion. I'm not saying they're going to do ads, or I, but they have to do something. They can't just go, eh, we'll ignore it and we'll just continue. Like, I don't think they can do that. Do you? Man. No, and I, I don't I, think they'll do that. Like, I don't think those guys at Zillow are the type to, like, sit on their laurels and be like, oh, we're – we're number one and we have nothing to fear. I just don't get that vibe from them. I think they're no, actually- No, God, no. Paranoid. They're ex-Microsofties, like, man. They don't roll yeah, like that. Like, we're number one today, yeah. but we better work our ass off to maintain that. So I think yeah. they're going to respond in some fashion. Question is how. Yeah. You know? I mean, I just, I don't, that Zestimate is just, is their ticket. I mean, it's so hard to, as far as traffic wise, right? You're just going to get another level of traffic. Although, you know, um, one of the things- uh, that I again read in, in in an article was <laughs> what do you say? I love this. It's like they've got a like a drone fleet of four hundred thousand drones at homes.com. Sure. You know, doing it's like he says he says he thinks only the US military has more drones than fucking CoStar. <laughs> that's, I would that's not hilarious, discount man. that. That is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I would not discount that. That's a very serious operation. So, I mean, it depends on like, you know, they, you know, they're talking about like a, a ton of neighbor, maybe the content, I haven't gone there. And I don't know if this, some of this stuff I've seen, but is there stuff that's going to be really only released right at the Super Bowl or something? So I have to kind of do a before and after thing, but Guess um, we'll I don't find know out. how, you know, because to me to compete on search experience and things like that, eh. Right, there's right. got to be something extra there, right? It's and it's right. either motivation to go there because of ma of marketing, or I don't know, you know, we'll have to find out. Right. It's got to be. I mean, it's got to be cheaper, but it's already free, so that's not going to play. It's got to be faster, easier in some way, right? Yeah, I mean something. Um, so we'll we'll see. I, we'll see this Sunday. Yeah. I mean, I probably won't watch the game or anything, but. You know, I might oh, have time do? just for, I don't know. I don't, I got to figure something out. <laughs> I got to figure something out. Or is Sonny, watch, does Sonny watch football at all? We used to be like big time fans. I'm just yeah. saying we're, we're no longer into sports ball of any kind. You know? <laughs> we're old. I, what do you want? You know, oh, good old. Lord. I do. We do need to figure out how to get, get back to it. All right. In any event. Well, you're invited to my place. If you want to make a drive down, we're going to have a nice little party. So. <laughs> okay. It's a long uh, fucking drive. What do you think so about some um, interesting news? Yeah, uh, I think um, there was one other piece of news uh, that you wanted to to break. Yeah, we didn't talk about this last time because we had a great guest and a, a good topic in, in regard mm -hmm. to the, the FCC new ruling. Um, and I'm starting to see that kind of. I saw something in that on on Hacker News too. So it's starting to leak out to everybody. You can't yeah. do robocalls. Yep. Um, is the KW settlement right? Um, sure. So it was was it seventy million? Yeah, I think something like that. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think some can say, and maybe you, you say that about this, about NAR and also BHHS. I mean, I don't know. I mean, let me ask your opinion. If they would have settled before the, the verdict, do you think they would have had a, a lesser payday or, you know, a lesser payday or a lesser payout or, yeah, it's or impossible not? Because to say. It was kind of smart then if you look at it like let's wait to see what happens and then we'll settle, right? I mean right. You, people could look at it that way and maybe – They could, yeah. NAR and BHHS is – and yeah. we'll talk about them after this. Yeah. Um, what do you it's think? It's impossible to say. 
right? Yeah. I mean, who knows? If they had settled earlier, could they, could they have gotten $35 million? It's impossible to say. I mean, Keller Williams is big enough, right? So just compared to like Remax, you know what I mean? Remax was what, $55 million? Yeah. But the relative size is about that, right? I think Kel Williams does have more agents than Remax. 70 million bucks though, bro. Gee, Merry Christmas. I mean, so I, I was like, I got all these like reporters reaching out like, you know, we want to talk about the KW settlement. I'm like, I don't think there's anything new for me to say on that, right? <clears throat> it's the identical what? settlement as the Remax and Anywhere settlements. So the big takeaway is going to be and I put this on Twitter, is, okay, so presumably Keller Williams brokers and agents are no longer required to be realtors, right, by the franchise. So now that's anywhere in all of their franchise brands, Remax, Keller Williams, I mean, that, that's the top three, right? Yeah. In terms of franchise brands, I think BHHS is probably next. Well, that's so they do the same settlement. Yeah, right? well, but let's talk about that. They just recently announced that they think they want the Supreme Court to look at this. Right. So but they're going yeah, on a different they're going on a different tact where they're basically saying that in all their agreements yeah, or all yeah. the agreements that go out that there's a uh, arbitration. Arbitration, clock, yeah. Yeah. And that that this should have never been involved in a class action. I I think the way the plaintiffs look at it was, well, these are agreements that are not with BHSS. These are individual agreements with the brokers. So they're they're playing I mean, you gotta try all angles, but this is not Sure. Really going to the heart of the commissions and the and the cartel stuff. It's just a a legal strategy, right? Sure, sure. Uh, well, look at it like literally every lawyer, every lawsuit. If you lose, you're probably going to think about appeals Supreme Court. <laughs> yeah, no, I right. Was listening and to those as guys long as yesterday. the client is willing to pay your bills to draft that, right. you're probably going to file a a request for cert, right? Certiorari, right? But the, the, so in a way, the thing about it is the fact that they asked for a Supreme Court review to me is not news. Like that headline should have been written as the law firms for BHHS make more money. <laughs> the well, news, but, but I mean, but hold on, the news would have been Supreme Court grants certiorari. Right. You see what I'm saying? If Supreme Court said, "Hey, you know what? We should actually rule on this. Hear this. Rule on this." That would have been news. The fact that you yeah. filed for one. Well, this <laughs> this to me almost goes in the same line with, and, and you can help me with this, but yeah. there was some scuttlebutt or some argument to say, and I forget there's a there's a Latin term, I'm sure, because it's always law, that, and, and maybe it had to do with a case where you have to be the one harmed. And yeah. their argument yeah. was being made that, well, these guys were not directly involved with this. So sure. yeah. who got harmed? Do you remember what that's sure. called or if that's a case? I, I, it's, uh, I can't remember. You know remember. what I'm it's, talking about. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ed Zorn talked about it. There's, it. there's a famous case. Basically, indirect purchasers, you know, yeah, are covered, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that kind of – this kind of almost had a little bit of the – it hit it hit differently, but about the same, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I, the thing is, I don't know, man. Like – the legal technicalities and whatever for lawyers and judges, and I get it, it's going to be super important and super interesting. And billions of dollars could swing one way or the other based on like the interpretation of this one little thing. Like, okay, I suppose, you know. And when I look at it, like making arguments is one thing. Like, we can analyze those arguments and discuss that from that standpoint, but the news is when the court actually rules. Right. Right. Well, isn't that something we're going to see next week also? Um, 
I think in, a, in no, Novelik, no, yeah, Novik, Noselec, the MLS pin Noselec. case. Yeah, yeah. we may get the DOJ is supposed to right. get. Yeah, okay. Supposed well, to say hey, here's what we want. Right. At least we'll, hey, Rob. Hopefully they do that, so we know exactly what we're talking about next week, right? Correct. So that would be news, right? Yeah. When the Department of Justice finally shows their hand, right? Here's what we want. Like that to me would be more newsworthy, and then we'll, you know, we'll be all over that. Hopefully, yeah. right. But like the KW settlement, look, the only thing that makes me think about is, all right, if you take all the Anywhere brands and all the, you know, Coldwell Banker brokerages the company owns, right? You take Keller Williams, you take Remax. What percentage of realtors is that? Shit ton. Is it 30%, 40%, right? <laughs> Big chunk. I mean, it's a sure. lot, right? Let's say it's 30 or 40%. Okay, now 30 to 40% of the, quote, realtor membership <sighs> no longer are required to be realtors by the franchise. Mm-hmm. And then I know, I like, I feel like I'm going to be having steak dinner at your expense next March. <laughs> is what this all boils down to. And, you know, it means whatever, like they, uh, NAR lost 65,000 members since October or whatever. I'm like, but that's seasonal. Do you know what I mean? Like you always see that sort of thing. It's not that big a deal. And NAR came out and said something like that. I'm like, yeah, but... That's because all these people have re-upped for this year. If if, if BHHS does the same settlement, okay, now what percentage are we up to, right? And there's going to come a point, dude. Like this is the thing that I think about is – let me ask you this. Do the franchisees, especially in markets where they don't have to be realtors to gain access to the MLS, so Thompson States, right, and California – do you think they would go to an agent or a career and say, hey, listen, if you join us, you can save 1400 a year on those realtor deals? Yeah. I don't Do know. Do you think brokers I mean, would use that as a recruiting thing? I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Okay. I mean, I, I just, I mean, you know, a lot of times in those times, a lot of states, it's, you get to join the MLS cheaper if you're part of the association, in a sense. They, sure. they do some sort of financial regling where it's like, of course, okay, why am I fighting this? And you know, of there's going to be some sort of community. Of course, hopefully we'll, you know, we'll start seeing, you know, NAR, you know, doing of course. more messaging about what it is. But I, I don't. I mean, you know, I think it's just a, yeah, we don't care. You can join or not, you know, and 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 maybe that moves a needle on some time. Well, here's I don't what know. I know. What I do know is that if you look at some of the surveys and studies, like the one that Thousand Watt did, right, a big chunk, like thirty to forty percent of response, so well, I joined NAR because my broker told me I had to. Yeah. So if that goes away, I don't know. So what I'm point, my point about the KW thing is like, look, um, it's the same as the Remax and anywhere you know lawsuits. KW is going to change their training. Right. And obviously their training materials was like piece of evidence for the yeah. uh, for the plaintiff. So that's all going to go away going forward. So that's good. Um, I'm sure there will be all sorts of whatever new things are going to figure out. But it doesn't change anything fundamentally. Right. Because KW, just like Remax and anywhere, don't they don't control the rules. You know, they just control their own people. So the only significant thing to come out of it is the fact that they're no longer going to require that you be a realtor. Yeah. Well, one of the things that, you know, that's curious to me is like, what does this actually cover, right? Because, you you know, it's a nationwide settlement and they're trying to, I guess when I read the article that um, they're, you know, they're trying to say that this is going to roll up into all the stuff. So they're just trying to eliminate everything else. I mean, is that possible? 
Yeah, I mean, as far as I can tell, based on what that what the the judge's approval, the preliminary approval, I mean, anywhere Remax and now Kel Williams should be immune from any commission lawsuit. At least now, the wrinkle is they're immune from any seller filed commission lawsuit. So there is a suggestion that they may still be open to the buy side filed, the bad news. Right, right. Thing about that though for me is, I don't know. Like again, this is where like I've never. I mean, there's no, uh, there's no blood in that stone. I mean, there's, there's no juice in that grape anymore, right? I mean, once you. Not only that, what I'm saying is we're talking about the same thing here, right? Like, so let's put it differently. Let's say I'm a broker. I get sued by. Well, I'm I'm in Sitzer and. It's not even a settlement. Let's say I pay my damages, right? Hey, because of this, whatever, yeah. $10 million, I write a check for $10 million, right? And then the buyers come and sue me and say, you owe me money. I'm like, wait a minute. This is the same crime, yeah. crime, right? This right. is the same act, right? So I, Is there a double a, jeopardy thing It's here? a double Just jeopardy going, situation, yeah. right? So I think Batten, if, and if you look at the, the, the companies that Batten sued, there were all companies that were not named in Sitzer, mm. right? They were like yeah, brokerages, not franchises, yeah. right? So I think at least Catchmark seems to be aware of that. You can't get two bites of the apple, man. You got to kind of have to pick, right? Right. Is it going to be, you know, sell side or it's going to be buy side? Again, you know, there are some lawyers who are like, well, the buy side case is stronger because that's a direct purchaser and go back to that, you know, um, indirect purchaser rule thing, blah, blah, blah. I kind of feel like the courts are likely to sort of see past that, right? You know, and be like, look, what we're talking about is the payment of commission, the sharing of that commission, and this, this system that allegedly blah, 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 right? Okay. Whether it's by the buy side or the sell side, it actually doesn't matter, right? The whole idea is that somebody paid too much in commissions, right? So we're going to stop that, and we're going to award damages, and then go, for, you know, go forward. I think that's probably how it's going to be done, but maybe not. Like I said, I could be dead wrong and some courts, some judge somewhere is like, well, you know, the indirect purchaser thing. So we're going to have to say no and, you know, reverse this. Like that could happen. I mean, I'm not yeah, saying it won't yeah. happen, but uh, to me, it's like the news is when it happens. Right. Not, well, I mean, just, you know, I know yeah. this is causing just nothing but strife in the industry with, you know, these lawsuits popping up and of course. MLSs and associations having to deal with it and brokers. I mean, of course. And now, you know, it all trickles down to the vendors where, you know, they're trying to get some deals done, but everybody's like in this stasis, right? I mean, yeah. you know, who has the time? Um, yeah. And, and, you know, oh God, it's just, it's horrible. The, we, the quicker we can get out of this is the, the better. Yeah, and so there's you know all sorts of people talking national settlements and blah, blah blah. I would love to kind of explore that a little bit further. Except that I don't know that I'm you and I are necessarily like the best people to do that, right? Oh, so, we, we can talk about anything we want. You know, let's. You know what I mean, it's, in terms of like, are we going to add any value to that? Right? That's what I mean. No, like no. So you know, maybe a the couple, whole national maybe a couple s- chuckles. Well, no, here's the thing. So like the Ed Zorn, you know, he only on in men's yeah. stage and he laid out kind of the national whatever settlement scheme. He's like, this is what, you know, I could see happening. I'm like, well, the key thing there is that this is what he wants to see happen. <laughs> right. What I would love to hear is here's what the plaintiff's lawyers are willing to accept. Right. Right. In other words, well, it's- we're going to get, we should be able to get hopefully next week again, just, you know, tagging back to that, because it does seem like 
these these things are all tied to like the DOJ saying that's not enough. That's not enough. That's not enough. Yeah. Yeah. If maybe we get some sort of actually clarity from DOJ next week, maybe there is a path from, you know, okay, now that's what you want. Let's, let's get around the table and talk about right. what that is. Right. So, right. and right. I, I don't think we've really been clear about that at all. We have not been clear about that. And so I'm like, okay, like at this point, we'll see, right. We'll see what happens. One thing I'm fairly confident of, cause this was my prediction. Um, and the predictions I made for it, the seven predictions that I do every year, I feel like this last year, the one I made it for 2024, tended to be like I actually try to be a little bit more accurate than I normally do. I normally try and predict ridiculous things because it's fun, but it makes people think. This one I think was going to be <clears> – <throat> so one of the things I talked about is uh, there will be a consolidation of all these cases, right? Because we're up to I think 20 cases. Yeah, that's, right? I think that sounds low, and, but yeah. And there's going to be a few hundred more. Right. Unless there's some sort of <clears throat> and the uh, federal courts have a way of doing this, right, consolidating all of it into one place and say, OK, listen, we're going to handle all this in one one judge, one court. So we're not wasting everybody's time. Right. It's a multi-district litigation thing that's likely going to happen. Right. And then we'll see. And then we'll see. But at this point, man, you look at the map, there's still lots of states, lots of cities where no lawsuit has been filed. Yeah, they're all just, you know, and they're all walking on eggshells right now. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't think they should be walking on eggshells. Mm -hmm. I mean, so the, here's something that I think is interesting. I did hear um, a friend of mine, you know, who uh, actually I think it was you, right? Well, that's talking okay. about MLS boards and how they're talking because they want yeah, to get sued. So, I mean, well, it's, to me what, you know, and again, I'm you know, I talked to three MLS execs today, right? Yeah. I mean, and, and, uh, you know, if you haven't had the privilege of being sued, um, you know, let me just tell you, it's a, it's not a great situation. Right. Nope. Um, and one of the things that they do is they say, okay, well, from now on, you know, don't destroy any, any documents right. or any emails right. or anything like that. Right. And, um, and that's what, you know, I, I feel like a lot of these, uh, MLSs and associations and brokerages that are involved in like lawsuits, They've gotten those, those those things, so they're a little bit gun shy about putting anything on a text, putting right. anything in an email, or right. you know anything written down. So right. now you have to go to the whisper net, right? I mean, you have to go to right. like you know just talking directly right. with people, and it's hard to get people on the phone. And what that does is it causes friction. So when right. you're trying to make decisions with people, um, you know that's a friction when they don't want to, you know. It can seem to you to be, or you know, like it's just an email about that. They just don't want to yeah, put yeah, anything yeah. down, right? I, yeah, I'm saying I think that's just a mistake, right? If if you're a brokerage leader, MLC association, here's the thing: I think you should assume you're going to get sued, assume that your emails and texts will be discoverable, and then don't fucking engage in illegal shit on email and text. Well, but but How about that, we all know. Like, I mean, there's illegal shit, but there's also just dumbasses. Or just things you're, you're popping off on, right? So it's not, I, you know, I'm not by any yeah, means but, saying that they're, yeah, they're trying to hide matter. illegal shit they're doing. Yeah, it's just, yeah, but as a general anybody matter, can, you can take any sentence <laughs> and without context, twist it to any way you want. It's just ridiculous. Of course, the process of punishment. So therefore, you should never go to trial. Just fucking settle. My point is the level of friction, the level of fear and concern. I'm like, it's a little overblown, guys. You're going to get sued, right? You're not going to go to trial on it anyway. You're gonna settle. Like let's let's be honest about it. You're gonna settle. So 
maybe do your regular business, right? Just don't be so afraid of just sending a regular email to a potential vendor. Okay, yeah, I would love to talk more about whatever shit you got. Like the fact that, well, I'm not putting anything on email because it's disgruntled from court. This is the way the fucking mafia behaves. Like, let's not do that. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Let's just accept oh, going to get the, sued. The M word. Here we are. Right, the like, M word. I'm going to get sued, right? Yeah. And, and you know, whether we did something wrong or not, right? It's not a criminal thing. I'm not going to jail <laughs> for it. I'm, we're going to get sued. We're going to settle. So how about we just bank the money, do whatever we got to do over here for the settlement right. thing, and then let's continue with life. Let's Because we still have to deliver products and services to our members. To me, that feels like a much healthier way of going about this. And I get you, man. Like the process, the punishment. I've been saying that for five years. It's not whether you win or lose. It's the fact that you got sued and now you have to go through the yeah. depositions and the interrogatories and have lawyers all up in your face. Like, I get it. But maybe we'll just kind of like wrap up with that. I- I'm yeah. just asking. Back maybe to talk to your attorneys, whatever. But how about you just accept it as a as a fait accompli? It's gonna happen. We're gonna prepare for it over here. Over here, we still have to do business. We still have to provide products and services. And you know what? I am going to email Greg back. I'm going to text <laughs> some vendor. I'm still going to do business. And I, look, chances are those people weren't doing anything illegal or shady anyway. No, no, no. Email or text. And if you were doing something illegal or shady, or if you're making, I mean, your favorite topic, the remind ex- boys who got caught, like, maybe just don't do that. Right. Yeah. Whether there's a lawsuit on the horizon, right? Just don't do that anyway. About buying blow at the mortgage conference for yeah, your buddies, like, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. you joke. Like maybe don't do, put that in writing. Whether there's a lawsuit or not, but then otherwise, conduct your business, live your goddamn life. Yeah, you know that's how I look. Good at advice. It. Good advice. All right, let's let's wrap there, uh, and we will talk to you next week. Hopefully, yep. we'll have some news. We'll have some really interesting, meaty stuff to dig our teeth into. The Department of Justice unveils its hand. It might not be next week. It might be, you know, who knows when, but we'll see. Niners. Right. <laughs> uh, go sports ball team. <laughs> it's so, yeah, yeah. Bunch of millionaires playing games and having a bunch of people cheering. Like, hey, great. Awesome. Great one. There, everybody. Listen, content is everything. Two Brothers Creative makes it look easy. Right now, business owners really only have two options. The first option is hire a big firm. Now, this big firm's gonna come in, make you think that they invented all the algorithms and start charging you thousands of dollars every month. You don't wanna do that. Second option is to do it yourself. Well, that means you gotta learn SEO, SEM, copywriting, marketing techniques on the web. Ugh, you should be really focusing on your own product. But now there's a third option. It's called Content in a Box. Give Two Brothers Creative 30 minutes a week and they'll handle everything. Plus, they'll show you how to bring it in-house later on. They'll rebuild your marketing foundation and give you tools and techniques and a new marketing playbook that'll actually produce real results and help you grow your business. Two Brothers Creative will give you the confidence and know-how to tell the SEOs and SEMs and all those other acronyms to get fucked. You're in control now. Get started today at thecontentbox.com.